Hello everyone this is Ashish welcome back to Art Podcast and today we are going to have another solo one the year is about to end 2023 in the history books and uh, it is uh, 25th of December today the day it is being published so merry christmas and i thought what better way to end a year than to take all the questions from your audience so i made a community post asking you to just put your suggestions the post was suggest good topics for the upcoming solo art podcast simple as that lot of engagement over here over 100 questions lot of questions are having even like more than 100 likes so there are few questions that are really in demand and uh, another big news is that uh, my youtube channel talk 4712 crossed 300000 subscribers on youtube so that's a big milestone so congratulations to all of us we did it and uh, other than that uh, that also means that there are a lot of people new to the channel so their questions and comments are also to be respected in this podcast uh, if there's a video that i've already made on a particular topic then i'll direct you to that and the good thing is that i saw a lot of questions which i have never really discussed before which is really surprising with saying that i have made more than 600 videos already in the past 5 years or so so i'm going to discuss them one by one obviously I cannot discuss all of these but I'm going to start with the top comments but there are also few comments or questions that does not have as much engagement but they are really uh, good questions but also there's some questions which uh, which is having a lot of likes but they are dumb questions <laughs> but I'm still going to answer them I mean some people say that there are no dumb questions really and uh, you should definitely ask all your questions And that is partially correct i think that definitely dumb questions i also believe that you should still ask them because i used to ask a lot of dumb questions and i still do and i think you should keep on doing that uh, uh i i remember uh, a lot of people asking me how many hours i should study uh they still put it down in the comment section every now and then and i always think man it is a dumb question <laughs> but as dumb as it it is i still remember me asking to one of my seniors back in 2016 the same question so so you should ask them because because it is a big confusion for you and uh, i'll always find a easy way to answer that that's that Another thing is that uh, my book The Boy Who Did Not Sign is available globally if you did not know it is a fictional story a lot of people are liking it for the wisdom that it is a lot of people are liking it for the funny segments that it has a lot of it uh, also consists a very intriguing mystical mysterious story that you would enjoy of the boy who did not sign it's available globally it's available on Amazon Flipkart it's available on Kindle if you're looking for the ebook for ebook it's also available on kobo ibooks and google books i'll put all the links down in the description box and third and the final one before we get into the questions i'm closing the telephonic consultancy um it is just a personal decision i'm not able to accommodate as much time the last booking that we are going to take is on 15th of january and then it is all done and dusted um i'm unable to put it on the top of the priority list right now and i'll not be able to invest like 1 hour for talking to a particular person um post near future okay so just wanted to let you know because a lot of people were planning to schedule it sometime in the future it's not going to happen post 15th of january just wanted you to know uh now moving forward 
finally to the first question and i'm just going to go as the youtube shows me these questions i mean nobody really knows how the youtube comment section works because uh, there's a question on top which is having only 25 likes and there there's a question down below like way down below with 121 likes but anyways we are going to start with the first one that is by aditi tripathi and she has a two segmented question number one how to find a strong reason with which you can hold up to till you reach the success when you are young and you are just doing your parents are uh, doing what your parents are asking you to do full disclaimer i'm a horrible reader okay so please bear with me second how to not let others opinion options what <laughs> opinions affect you okay yeah like i said horrible reader now um, both are completely different questions but the first one kind of makes sense to me uh, in a way that why she would be asking this well the second part of the first question clarifies that and that is um, when you are young and you're just doing what your parents are asking you to do well i'm not going to talk about anyone who is under 18 all right if you're under 18 you do not have your own goals you do not set your own targets i think i personally believe that you shouldn't i mean you should not be like a 14 year old kid who is like oh i'm going to be a musician i'm not going to pursue my formal education anymore uh, you can be like okay i'm going to be a musician i want to want to work towards that and i want to build that skill but uh, i think that you should definitely keep on um, being in the tra- traditional line as well to have your education obviously so in that if it is if you're pursuing something just as a hobby i don't think it is going to be big of a challenge but most likely the direction in which she is asking is that let us say she wants to pursue a particular career and obviously you have to be very hard working and dedicated towards that path to excel in that career uh, how to find a reason a strong reason to keep on going in that direction that's basically what the question is so the second part of this is actually the reason for her confusion because she is asking me how to have or find a strong reason to pursue something that her parents wants her to pursue now if you read it properly that's what she is asking see uh, uh success uh, when you are young and you are just doing what your parents are asking you to do so basically the question is how to find a strong reason to pursue something my parents are telling me to pursue and uh, that's kind of an impossible task see i'll i'll try to explain it in a very simple form there are few things that we just do because we have to do okay for example in india book falls we touch our head and chin that's just a normal reflex right uh you want to enter a temple you want to leave the footwear outside or there are just few things okay like uh, don't don't cut your nails in the evening or something okay these are just said that you should not but a lot of things are told when the reason behind that is not given uh we'll call that just superstition let's just take an example let's take an example that you have a superstition your 
uh, personal made superstition that whenever you are going to wear your shoes, you are going to wear your right shoe uh, before your left shoe. It's just your superstition because one time you wore your left shoe before your right shoe and you met an accident. <laughs> so, so your superstition now is that I'm going to always wear my right shoe before my left shoe. Okay, now that is just what you do, but there's not enough reason to back that up. What I'm trying to say is that what your parents are telling you to do comes to you kind of like a superstition, like this is what you should be doing, but there's no reason to back that up. Now, when I say that, you might immediately think and retaliate that, no, Ashish, I know exactly why I want to do this and I know exactly why my parents are telling me to do this. Yeah, that's just one layer of reason. For example, I was just talking to another guy yesterday on consultancy and he was saying that he wants to pursue government job because his parents, both of them are government employees and they suggest him to pursue a government job. So he's preparing for like bank and stuff like that, RSSC. So, so I was like, okay, that's fine. Like your parents spent like 20 to 30 years working as a government employee. So they have experience and they are saying something, but they know why. So they worked over there for decades and they understood the advantages of it. They understood the disadvantages of it. And they understood maybe the advantages of some other field. And they got the experience. They got the monthly paychecks. They now are looking forward towards their pension or retirement plan or something. And they saw the perks as well. They saw the med medical benefits, all of them. Okay. Now, after 20 to 30 years of experience, they have made up their mind that my son or my daughter should be pursuing a government job is the best kind of uh, career you can pursue. Agreed, that even might be a correct correct advice or a correct, correct strategy, okay? But does that sound correct to you? Because that same advice came to your parents because of these 20 years of experience. So they saw it all. They saw it through their own eyes. They experienced it and their experiences built some knowledge, some information, and that brought them to a decision. Now, it is a, a advice that you should be preparing for government jobs as well. And this is why you should be preparing because of job security, X, Y, Z, okay, five reasons. This is why you should be preparing. Is that in any fashion equivalent to 30 years of experience of working as a government employee? No. Now, again, keep in mind, I'm not saying that your parents are in this hypothetical situation, the parents are wrong. No, I'm just saying that the kid who is getting that advice is never going to have enough reasons backing that advice. You get it? Like the kid grew up in a different environment. The kid had a different set of experiences. And now he's being told that this is the way that he or she should be going. Simple as that. So that never is enough for you to have a sustained motivation. A person who is like as young as 18 or 20 years old, very young, but still has some beliefs, some inclination towards certain career trajectories, some hobbies, he or she has been brought up and then they had a different set of experiences and now that made a belief set. And so that person 
is going to make their own decisions and if they are going to make their own decision that is the only way they are going to have sustained motivation because the decision that they make themselves that is the decision or the path with which they are going to pursue uh, with 100% of like uh, motivation or reason a strong reason so if you are finding or trying to find a strong reason to pursue what your parents are telling you to pursue this is the reason you can't because you don't have their experiences ultimately it is coming from an external voice and basically what you're doing is uh, trusting someone else's instincts and that is never going to be enough for you to continuously work towards something sooner or later you're going to lose it because that is an external source your internal source is also continuously going to contradict it like okay my parents are saying that government job is the best way to go but then again my friend who has been preparing for civil services examination for the past 3 years says otherwise or and you have spent a lot of time time with your friends as well i mean this is the truth like how much time do you really spend with your parents and kids growing up a huge majority goes with your friends in your school or especially in college right once you are in college and the amount of time you're spending away from your parents is much more right so so your belief set is going to depend on that and i'm not even like i'm saying it for the final time i'm not even talking about right decision wrong decision that's a completely different topic or what you should be doing and what you should not be doing i'm just talking about why you do not have ever good amount of belief in what someone else is suggesting you no matter how close they are to you no matter how you how much you trust them no matter what good of a well wisher those people are who are suggesting these things to you you will never be able to trust them 100% down to your subconscious that is why when you try to do something that someone else is suggesting you to do you are never able to be persistent at it and that is why like if you if you really believe <laughs> that you should be a bank robber and you say that i'm going to be a bank robber you are going to find much more persistent confidence or reason to pursue that if you truly believe that individually than compared to if like your best friend or your girlfriend is telling you to uh move to canada or something uh, to to have a better life so that's whole idea of what we are able to pursue and what we are trying to pursue but fail at it disastrously every now and then or or go off rail every now and then because because that's coming from something external so that is why right or wrong it is ultimately better to pursue what you believe is what you want to pursue and that might be very cheap and corny every now and then when you really try to listen to it again uh but that is the problem that this this aditi tripathi is facing as well i believe and and a lot of people in the audience i'm sure so so the question was completely different like she was asking me how, how to find a reason well i've already made a complete podcast on fuels of motivation where i've talked about five different ingredients of motivation and uh, a lot of ingredients that i've talked about 
are are very related uh, to most of the common aspirant or students or, or people young in their careers their lives so yeah i think that sums it up i, I think i did not even answer a question because i personally cannot answer your question your question itself is wrong i think because uh, you should be asking like how to find reason to pursue what i'm trying to do or how to be persistent at what i'm trying to do and for that i've already made a complete podcast five uh, fuels of motivation and all of them are emotional and i'm going to link it down in the comment section and basically i call it fuel because your emotions are fuel and you'll learn how to use them but that only works if you are trying to pursue what you want to pursue uh, if your parents are telling you to do something then obviously do that if you do not know any better but ultimately and like i said i'm talking mostly about people who are above 18 who are ready to make their own decisions and at some point you'll have to start making your own decisions so this is also a eye opener for a lot of you guys uh, you should understand that if you are not able to be continuously motivated towards something maybe you are not pursuing what you believe you should pursue or you do not have the courage to pursue what you believe is the correct path and radical as it might be dangerous as it might be if you truly believe to pursue that path and you take a step towards that you will find motivation like nothing else like i decided to become a mechanical engineer a bloody good one not because someone else suggested me to do it i wanted to do it and so i decided to be a good mechanical engineer and so i became a good one i i personally wanted to be working as a scientist in indian space research organization nobody told me or nobody suggested me my parents never pressurized me to do that i was already having a scientific officer gadgeted officer post in department of atomic energy obviously my parents never told me to go ahead and uh, risk your job over here and try for isro i wanted to do it and dangerous as it was risky as it was if you read the book you'll understand how risky it might have been um i still went for it and uh, i had no use of any external motivation for that whole like the one and a half year or so journey that is mentioned in this book and uh, and the six years before that like since 2012 i have never had any use of any external motivation because i have made my own decisions and uh, i think that's where you are at if you're like too young if you're like 10 years old or something don't listen to me okay <laughs> but if you're like uh, a working professional if if you're a graduate student or something like that you're undergraduate student trying to build a good career a good life you need to make your own decisions it's very important again i think i mentioned it briefly like what is a right decision what is a wrong decision i want to very rapidly focus on that so that i don't miss it i believe there is no right decision or wrong decision uh what you do after you make the decision makes the decision right or wrong all right and that is also a very important aspect of uh, building a very strong career is very quick decision making and one of the ways of making quick decisions is that you make decisions okay a lot of people just are stuck in a particular place we call it paralysis paralysis and uh, we are there because we just so afraid so afraid to make wrong decision that we don't make a decision at all 
I think it was either one of the line in this book or it was one of the lines in that TEDx talk. Probably the TEDx talk. But that's the basic idea. That Yeah, it was definitely the TEDx talk because there I was talking about fear of missing out. And so many people are so afraid of missing out on the things that they are not choosing or they are not going to be choosing is that they don't choose at all. And that's another problem. Okay, so looking at the amount of time that I spent on just one question, this podcast is going to be either horrifically long or is not going to answer even 10% of the questions that I'm having in front of me. Okay, I'm not going to answer the second question of Aditi because uh, what she is saying is that how not to let other people people's opinion affect you i've discussed this in my isolation uh, philosophy there are a few videos that i'm going to link it down in the description box make sure you check it so that uh, you don't miss it if you don't want to miss it if you want to miss it feel free to miss the description box okay i'm going to go to the next one uh, next to next one actually quantum entanglement how to still chase your goal when you are feeling tired, burnout, or legit suffering from health issues that is restricting you? Now, this is a very good question. There's a reply by someone. Oh, take a break. Start again. That's actually a good advice in certain cases. Okay. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to cover this one. If you're, if you're facing health issues, I've always said this, like in a proper, legit career advices, in personal consultancies that I've given people that if you are having health issues please stop first fix your health it is a no-brainer you have to do it sometimes you just want to push through it but that's always a bad move if you're having any health issues and I have seen the range of health issues from common cold to cancer okay and somewhere in between comes all sorts of things like um breaking of bones because of some accidents and some um, some other issues which are more like long like takes years and years for people to solve and OCD and things like that few of them I've even talked about in the podcast but if you are having any of the health issues mental or physical you need to first fix the health issue first of all if you have been diagnosed by a disease any form of it or an injury you need to fix that first same goes with the sports as well like if you have an acl tear and you are an athlete first fix that tear it might take nine months it might take 12 months fix that first before you get back in the arena or something okay uh, otherwise you are never going to be in your 100 percent efficiency and uh, that's kind of a disservice to yourself so same goes i'm taking an example you are a student preparing for competitive examination let us say gate examination i'm just taking an example of an annual examination you're having some health issue fix that health issue first you can give that same examination the next year some people worry about oh how is it going to look in my career it's going to give me an ear gap there's no ear gap that is ever looked down upon if it is because of health reasons so if you're having a legitimate health issue you're having a proper medical certificate for that as well and that is going to be more than backing up for the ear gap that you're having so first of all fix your health next 
other in other cases how to still chase your goal when you're feeling tired slash burnt out so i discussed the first one before because being tired slash burnt out is far different than having any health issue okay being being tired or burnt out means that um, you are a normal person it happens to you every now and then if you are consistently working towards something so yeah the the response over here is take a break and start again see i'm just going to quote something from the bible and more importantly the third line of it and it is like uh, god give me the strength to do what i can do and uh, not care about things that i cannot do i'm going to completely butcher that but i'm going to also write the actual one in the screen uh, but the third line is that more importantly give me the wisdom to understand the difference between the two okay so in a similar manner um whether you're burnt out or you're not how do you know that's a bigger question and uh, the truth again over there is that nobody does know and uh, you are never going to know for sure but i'm going to give you a thumb rule if you are burnt out in less than 3 days then you are definitely wrong because nobody burns out in less than 3 days burnout generally happens after working continuously for few months at least that is that is at least according to my experience of what i have seen um uh, because if you're continuously working towards something for that long your efficiency drops because you're too close to it like for example i'm working on this book and in the final phases of the book i'm doing the ninth draft the 10th draft the 11th draft 12th is the final draft and i'm so close to it that i'm bound to make some mistakes uh by not looking at it properly like if i'm too close i will never be able to take a look at it from the perspective of a reader because the reader is not going to be reading it for the 12th time i'm reading it for the 12th time so in that i'm kind of burning out and uh, a lot of times a very very good sign of understanding if you're burning out or not is that you used to love to do it and now you hate doing it right that's a very good sign and to some extent it is good to hate what you're doing because most of the things that you want to be excellent in you have to have enormous amount of iterations and repetitions and because of that obviously you're going to hate it like professional bodybuilders do not love going to the gym doing the same curls every week or all the stuff that they do obviously looking at me you would understand i'm not an expert over there but they are kind of doing the same thing every day or or let us say athletes of track and field they're preparing for olympics 100 meter race 400 meter race and they're doing the same thing every day right and and that's another thing like you might be thinking that oh actors are so cool celebrities are so cool athletes are so cool but if you look at their life is the most boring life on a daily basis like they get an opportunity to be in the spotlight for for like fraction of the time in their career and rest of the time is just repetition is just repetition right but that's very important that's what makes greats uh so obviously they are going to hate some part of it or every now and then they are going to hate it to an extent that they just don't want to do it and they are still going to push it forward to hate it even more but there's a point where they need to take a break and i've seen this from my preparation for competitive examination 
and uh, that is what i always faced like like i said a few minutes ago that i loved mechanical engineering i really wanted to be a great mechanical engineering uh, engineer <laughs> sorry i want to be a good mechanical engineer that was my goal i loved every aspect of it i loved every aspect of technology i wanted to study it so i loved doing it but then doing it too much doing it for 10 hours every day doing it waking up early every morning and going through those numericals revising the same formula after two months or three months i'm going to burn out obviously and that point i kind of like i don't like it and that's probably a point where you should understand that you have burnt out uh, but nobody burns out in three days that's for sure <laughs> if if you if you burn out in three days that's saying mostly that it's not that you are now hating it you hated it in the first place basically so so that's that's what you need to understand and uh, for students i would say seven days to 10 days is a good time for you to give yourself a cheat day cheat day is not a day when you cheat on your partner it's it's a day uh, when you do not study as much um, you can compare study to any other work that you're doing as well if you're in some other career pursuit uh, but this is what i used to do like i used to study for 10 hours every day especially when i was preparing for these uh, exams like bark and isro and gate and then there would be a cheat day when i would be studying only for two to three hours i would watch a movie i would i would go out and have delicious food because i was in a very stringent routine it's very stringent diet as well and i've talked about that in my regiment videos this book discusses that in a very detailed manner what is the regiment and uh, i would break that for a day never for more than that but i was kind of an extreme i really was i don't think that that will work for 90 percent of the people and uh, so if it was 10 days for me it might be seven days for you if it was a half day off for me it might be a full day off for you it might be a two day off i definitely will not suggest if you're working for something that competitive as a national level examination uh, but uh, but it is necessary every now and then it's necessary for you to break it's very similar to pomodoro technique that i've talked about like the efficiency curve drops like uh, as you proceed so in a similar manner as it drops across the hour it also drops across the week it also drops across the month so you need to give yourself a bump by taking a break and then it drops again so after some time you give yourself a break again but if you give yourself too much break that uh, drastically drops your efficiency as well because now you are losing continuity and without continuity you don't get into the rhythm you don't get into the flow and uh, you won't be seeing progress in that case as well so this is kind of a detailed answer of how to get the wisdom to understand whether you should be uh, you should be taking a break or not in the simplest of terms okay so i think we can discuss two to three more questions judging by the way that i'm explaining each question with uh, one aspect i would like you to discuss is relationships how a person can know when they are ready for one okay this is a question by shubhar shubham okay shubham rana okay well how do you know whether you have found the right person or not <laughs> is that the question 
I don't even know if I am eligible to answer this question. Well, I believe I found the right person, so maybe I am. So, um, yeah, I think the best sign that you are in a right relationship is you are with an uplifting partner, like a partner who is uh, who is trying for you to be better. And a very good sign that you're not in a good relationship is uh, is if a partner is like demeaning you or something. Like, like few partners can never be satisfied no matter what you do, right? And and they they kind of a lot of times do not like what you cannot change, right? Like for example, if I'm in a relationship and the girl says that you're too skinny, bulk up. I'm going to tell her to fuck off because I can't because I'm naturally skinny, right? Or, or let us say I'm a tall guy, but there's there's a guy who is a short guy, right? And and the girl every now and then says that ah oh, I actually like tall guys, right? So I don't think that's a good relationship. Our same goes in the other direction as well. Like this happens, like skin color, like the guys tell this to girl. I know that one time uh, one guy was always telling the girl about like um, how she like uh, how he likes a certain kind of girls and like shows shows her like oh i like that kind of girl and the girl should be like what the hell <laughs> like you can't do that <laughs> right so so i think that's a good sign and unfortunately a lot of people are trapped in that relationship i mean i some of you might think that this is a fairy tale but there are relationships where the other partner kind of likes everything about you and obviously there would be few things like i had a giant problem of anger issue I think I've discussed this few times in like talking for a podcast and the girl just stuck with me and helped me work with it. I mean, I changed myself and that's another thing that, oh, you should not change for another person. Obviously you should like relationship in general is compromise and both the people, both people, like both the person, boy or girl, uh, should be changing over time like in general you change across the life right you learn more things you develop otherwise like are you even trying to improve like improvement is also a form of change are you trying to grow in your career that is also a form of change so why not uh, change for the better and uh, if uh, this is the first time you being in a relationship or you've never been in a relationship uh, then you need to understand that uh, human beings it is very difficult for two people to coexist and uh, it is very easy to live on your own terms and just do what is uh, uh, good for you or what you want to do but like coexistence or or partnership is basically like same with the business partnerships as well like you have to compromise like even if you're running a business every now and then you have to compromise i was listening to jeff bezos he came on lex friedman podcast i think you should definitely check it out he talks a good deal about leadership and he says that if i'm going to make a decision and i'm having like a conflict between me and i don't know vp or someone or or some like senior member board member get the point right if i'm having a conflict and decision i might be like okay i want to go with your decision like that's where he's compromising as well right and he is having trust on that person's decision because he believes that that person is more appropriate in that in that position to make that decision so that's a compromise as well 
and same thing happens in relationship as well so i think that's another good sign uh, for you to understand whether you're in a good relationship or not uh, your partner is ready to compromise or not I, it is always a horrible relationship if there's only one person who is compromising that goes without saying so so i think uh, these are the few advices that i would be giving um there's no i don't think that there's a right person made for you like <laughs> like i don't really think so i think uh, i think you find a person who is having these qualities and and you develop these qualities if you don't have or that person develops these qualities of of like companionship qualities and rest it's all like different people are different and obviously everyone would be attracted to certain kind of person only and different people are attracted to different kind of people and you need to find out what kind of people you want to live with person hopefully <laughs> okay okay i i'm not uh, uh, trained more than that to answer this question simple okay uh moving forward how to study harder <laughs> when you are not feeling like studying so this is the question with 131 likes god damn this is a popular question okay 10 comments a lot of people sharing a lot of advices i believe i don't think i need these advices so i'm just going to go ahead and answer this question how to study when you are you really don't feel like studying this is a one line question okay this has the most complicated answer in this planet the only reason i'm not going to answer it right now is because it cannot be answered in a short fashion i'm rather going to direct you to a few sources where i've already discussed this in a detail a similar question turned out to me in my chennai seminar the most recent one the third one happened in august 2023 so the question was uh, the journey of an ordinary student something like that like from an average student to a topper how do we make that jump how do we make that change first of all it's not that jump it's not a jump at all it's a very consistent effort for a long time and uh, the ultimate essence of that whole discussion came out to be that uh, you have to find the ways of motivation the reason of why you would do that that is very similar to how we started this podcast as well what do you believe in are you just doing it because others are telling you to do this or you or you are doing this because you have nothing else to do so you have to find that reason it's a very detailed topic it's not only like how to study harder it's just like how to work hard towards anything in general and it's a mentality aspect and uh, so i'm going to link that video from the chennai seminar down in the description box and obviously mentioned before that was the uh, five uh, ingredients or fuels of motivation that is how you find reason or find consistent effort or like a continuous continuous push towards something there's no other way like what the hell was this person thinking when he asked this question in the comment section i'm going uh, am i going to just give you an answer in just 2 uh, to 3 minutes that's not how it works it's a mentality thing and you need to develop that mentality you need to understand a lot of aspects of success in general because if you're going to work towards something work hard towards something what you're trying to do is be successful at something 
So you are trying to be in that like 1% population and that requires a very strong mindset. And so that comes down to patience, that comes down to how to not care what others are telling me to do or how to not care about what other people are talking about me. Uh, that also comes down to decision making, it comes down to how to deal with failures, it comes down to how to find better techniques to be more efficient with your work like Pomodoro technique and all those things and and there's so many things that is required for you to keep on working hard and find motivation to do that and uh, in general exactly what this question says like how to basically work when I don't want to work right I've talked about this before as well if the people on this planet only worked when they felt like working, nothing would have been done. Nothing would be possible if people only worked when they wanted to work. There would be no electricity in this place. This mic would not be working. Your internet would not be working. YouTube would crash down like 100 times every day. Nothing would be working if people only worked when they wanted to work. So, like I said just a few minutes ago, like you want to work hard towards something that you like to work hard towards to the point that you hate it now and then you have to work some more before you take a break. So a lot of people in the comment section down below is also saying take a break, take a break. But when do you take a break? Like every time you don't feel like it, you take a break, you'll get nothing done. And also like with today's availability of entertainment like from the touch of your hand you have access to hundreds of movies tv series entertainment stand-up comedy you have access to so many things you have access to so many video games so many things why would you work hard towards something that you don't want to do and uh, and every time you work hard towards something you don't feel like doing it there's just a uh, um uh, there's just replacement present right there so it, it does not really work like okay the moment i don't feel like doing it i'm not going to be doing it or i'm going to be taking a break you have to take a break but when you have to understand that as well and understand that um just because you don't want to do it doesn't mean shit like i don't want to go to the gym every day i don't want to eat healthy every day i don't want to do a lot of stuff i don't want to do my taxes I don't want to I don't want to set up the lights and all before I do a podcast. I just want to do a podcast. There's there are always things that you want to do and there are things that you need to do. Both of them go hand by hand and both of them must be done. It's as simple as that. So keep those things in your mind. I think by saying that I'm not going to answer that question, I still answer that question. Okay, let's see more questions. I'm just going to scroll way down and see if I'm having some good questions hidden down below. Okay, this seems to be a good question by Sohan. Everyone is saying internet is a modern drug. Okay, social media addiction, mindless scrolling, etc. But only a few know how to use it properly. Can you tell us ways to use internet properly during preparation for competitive examination and also in general how to use internet and social media effectively 
so that it does not turn out to be a time waster yeah as as the feeling that i had it is a good question so see um that's another thing like people love to think that social media is destroying the youth they also say they go as far as saying a generation z is wasted and there was a better time before before the cell phones and the internets and the world was a better place that's all bullshit okay if you go to the past you'll find out this is the best time that has ever been simple as that even with all the horrific stuff that has been going on across the world there were more bad things going on if you go in the past so this is the best time that has ever been and one of the big reason why this is the best time that has ever been is because of the technology of today's day and age and one of the giant technologies of today is the internet and the uh, internet has given power to so many people who who did not have that like internet has distributed wealth it has distributed awareness it has distributed notoriety uh it has given platform to people that were never listened to like think about a time and age before the internet you would only see the interviews of celebrities like actors that's it and now you are seeing like a day in the life of a employee or or common workforce people i've even seen like people in the army coming on the podcast that is beautiful and they are getting a voice they are getting a platform and when it is so distributed there's so much democratization of it then it just eliminates corruption because uh, there's no barrier anymore of of people saying what they want to say it's the epitome of freedom of speech as well and it is the epitome of information like you would need to go to a library like i used to go to a library to get my answers and i'm talking about 2012 2013 if i wanted to know about uh, about suspension system of automobile i would go to a library search for a book on automobile engineering and then try to go to that chapter which is talking about suspension today will i do that hell no i'll just google it out find a well animated video on youtube to understand that i was trying to study electric vehicles few days ago and uh, like same thing if it was 2013 i would need to go to a library but instead i went to youtube i i googled it and i found so many resources and and yeah you can like people are building their whole machines in their home or their workshop or or their garages or in their college projects or their high school projects because they know the complete design from what they studied on the internet so so that's what you can be using but then again the question comes like oh but so many people are misusing it well so many people have always been misusing things simple like there are people who are fuck ups they are not going to do good with any opportunity that they are going to get like my opportunity was that i got to go to a college and uh, i got access to a library for 8 hours a day now i can be complaining that my library always closed at 7 o'clock at night and there are libraries that stays open all night so i had limited access but then again over there as well i saw fuck ups 
people who would not be using the, that opportunity. Instead of being in library, they would be being in their hostel room playing video games or, or playing Dota and stuff like that or doing drugs. So, so they have always been people who would not be using the wealth of knowledge that they have been offered. It will always be the case. Um, before internet, there were books. There were people who were utilizing books and there were people who were not utilizing books. Um, there were people who, who went to buy books and there were people who went out to buy pornography. Simple as that. Like that used to happen before as well. So it's just a choice. And, and I hate to see this when people say or think that, oh, the world is becoming worse and worse. Dude, world was always like this. It was never perfect. Like you think that there was like a glorious period where things were fixed? No, it was always like this. There were always horrible people, evil people. There were always nice people, kind people. And I, I'll just bring up one of the community posts that I had. It was always also like a short one. But I would like to elaborate that over here now that I have an opportunity. I just posted it on my community because I had this... Uh, I had this idea. Uh, see, it was like uh, three weeks ago. Social media is not destroying the youth. It is simply showing what humanity has always been and always will be. There have always been good, evil, innovators, geniuses, calamity, profiteers, lusty and benevolent people. Uh, most of the time, a mixture of few of such characteristics. Their percentages have always been the same. Now we see their respective fractions through our own eyes. The amount of reach they get on social media is directly related to how our civilization has always been structured. So it is always, it has always been like this. I think because of social media, there are more people who are trying to be good. Like I'm sure like number of homophobic people uh, 20 years in the past have dropped. Like more people are more considerate about about those people making their own choices. So I think people are more considerate, people are more aware. And uh, because of social media, people are getting more raw information. Earlier, most of the information or the news, what you were getting, were all like... Um, filtered according to those people who are in power and control but now how many of you guys are just seeing news anchors leaving their news channels and then starting their own youtube channels starting their own news outlet so so i think that uh, it has always been the case like if you are not utilizing social media to become better or you are using it to to spread hate then you are amongst that percentage that has always done that. Like, you know that there was a world before internet and television as well, right? At that time also, there were some people who were famous. At that time also, there were some people who people would just have heard the name of from different cities. They made their names. They made a business. So it was not much different for them they had uh, different means they had newspaper now you have instagram you have youtube so it's kind of similar it's just like giving more access like um it's also like if you have a talent you have an outlet like i saw today 
a guy just sharing his photographs and very well edited like well color graded pictures on instagram like he would have never gotten that opportunity before like i remember back when i was in college when instagram was not popular i think i created my instagram in in my final month of my undergraduate it was like may 2016 or so so instagram was definitely not that popular people did not used to like post that that much pictures on facebook instagram initially started as a photographers hub and all so at that time also there were photographers like there would be boys and girls interested in photography running around with cameras so what they would do is they would join a club right they would join a club and they like maybe print out their picture and then stick it on a billboard or something or or try to get it posted on a yearly magazine or something so so they did the same thing that they are doing right now but now it is a faster growth right like let us say i was born 20 years in the past and i had the same career trajectory and uh, i wanted to spread the awareness about career and engineering the same way that i'm doing right now i would have gone from college to college and talked in front of audience that's it like uh, i would have built my profile and i would have reached out to people and then people would have reached out to me like today also i'm getting invites from colleges so i can go and talk over there too right minus my social media presence what's the difference i'm still talking to audience but the only difference is that in that case i would be reaching out to like 100 or 1000 people now i'm reaching out to like millions of people and that is recorded so it is across eternity if i just leave it over there so it's the same thing i don't want you to be feeling that things are changing or social media is evil or or uh, uh, it is corrupting our generation it is uh, human beings have always been corrupt there ha- there has always been good kind people as well but their percentages have always been less the same thing we are seeing on youtube as well there are more youtubers using it just for profiting themselves and that has always been the case with human beings that has always been the case companies have always been like a lot of them focus towards profit 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 i don't care if like hundreds of people around my factory get cancer that has always been the case and why are you surprised when there are a lot of social media influencers who are just shoving their brand down your throat and all they care about is getting more money and they'll do anything to get more views why are you shocked humans have always been like this i'm not shocked i'm not pissed off as as well like after after cracking these examination after having so many job experiences after reaching this height my youtube videos don't get like a million views i'm not pissed off like why would i be because uh, that's how human beings are and that's another thing like when it comes to like like the last line what i've written over here the amount of reach that they get on social media is directly related to how civilization has always been structured like valuable knowledge knowledge oriented stuff does not attract the majority right like majority will be attracted towards like bollywood movies obviously i'm not surprised like i won't be surprised if an isro scientist talks and nobody gives a shit and then some bollywood actress talks and then everybody is going crazy down in the comment section right you want an example a search nambi narayan iit madras speech and take a look matter of fact i'm going to help 
you do that myself iit madras nambi narayan speech okay a lot of you don't even know who nambi narayan is i swear to god okay you might but there are so many people listening to this podcast they don't know but who is dipika padukone oh, of course i know padmavat right okay so take a look at it all right um it is having 613000 views okay and it is a 5 year old video and i i bet you like when the first time i watched it it wasn't as much i don't think it was even 100000 is mostly after the movie came out the book came out before that ready to fire a lot of you guys don't know about that as well most of you guys did not check out the movie okay obviously that percentage increases on my channel because a lot of you guys are science oriented but okay this is this is the amount of uh reach that dr nambi narayan is getting right so padma bhushan award winner 613000 views on youtube matter of fact uh if if you just search uh dipika padukone interview okay i'm not even going to try for the song okay which one do we have over here okay 73 questions with dipika padukone vogue 12 million views all right now granted that uh, that is a more global thing right so karan johar one month ago 484000 minded that was 5 years ago okay what the hell dude the kind of clickbait that these dudes are making when diesel kissed the on oh, that that's real that happened i i won't even like click on that video so so yeah that's the thing Uh, same with like cricketers and all if you if you go over there you'll see so so that has always that has always been the case i'm not surprised and there's no knock on dipika padukone as well like people have always been attracted towards entertainment more knowledge less and uh, and you should not be ever thinking like the social media is destroying that's again like social media is not a freaking demon man it's It's like saying that oh newspapers are destroying the youth television is destroying the youth Te- cell phones are destroying the youth what is this technology it's just information and information has always been used and misused right i'm pretty sure taliban is using some information okay <laughs> they are they're using internet they are probably using black market and all okay so so yeah that's that i think that uh, it doesn't like don't ask me how how can i use internet well if you want to grow and learn then you will be searching content related to that on internet simple as that and if you really are passionate about growing you are motivated i have talked plenty about motivation in this podcast as well if you are dedicated and motivated about growing then my friend you will not be distracted when you see an interview of a celebrity in the in the suggested section there was another question over here somewhere like uh, how how to avoid uh, watching reels when i'm watching educational content on youtube i said how stupid is that like if you really want to excel in this examination you would not watch that like if i'm working right now why would i go over there so don't blame the youtube for showing you reels it's just a business is just having a business model 
that is based on showing you content that is watched more and like i said entertainment is always watched more and the reason it's watched more because even people who are here to study and work they would click on those shots right so so it's just a personal thing these questions are simple to you maybe the questions are not dumb to me because these are not important it's dumb to me because you believe that there's a quick answer to it it's a very long answer and most of the people don't even have the enough patience to watch my podcast on patience which i have made like 2 to 3 episodes back and you should watch those content and understand what it really takes or you should read my book to really understand trust me i'm not trying to sell my book right now this book is the answer of what i'm talking about how i was able to work hard towards building a great career in engineering for 6 years coming straight from zero how i was doing that for 6 years is explained exactly in this book through the life story of the fictional character ashwin taksh in the story of uh, scar academy to get into his room so if you really would want to know the answer has the answer but do you even want it that bad enough to go through this book like this won't even take time i've i've heard of people going through this like bum rushing through this book in like 3 days this book is so interesting and intriguing intriguing that they just can't stop once they start reading it and the book is done before they know it like yesterday i was talking to this guy who was also like one of the readers of this book he said i completed it in 3 days and there are people who have completed this overnight as well so it is available right now i suggest you go through it to understand things properly i mean you have watched me or listened to me talk for like over an hour obviously you trust me enough so even if you don't trust me 100% to invest like at least 180 rupees to get an ebook go through the go through the uh, sample read like 20 pages you you'll be sold you'll understand what this book is worth anyways i'm going to end this podcast over here sorry i was not able to answer all of those questions um uh i'm sorry if i i was hurting anybody's feeling that was not my intention i just want to say things that they are raw and real uh, i hope that that was not a someone's podcast name that i just <laughs> stole or ripped off that was not my intention also i'm going to end this over here hopefully i'll see you again next week and that's about it see you next time till then bye